I have everybody's attention now? Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the Figure Four Fallout right here on WCCR 94.5 LPFM, iTunes, and Facebook Live. Southern Gentleman Bo Kid here in studio with you this evening as I am joined alongside charming Russell Ryan Hola. and the mailman, the one and only, the panda. Signed, sealed, delivered, egg rolls. Casey Malone joined alongside with uh, Cam Sutton, Cam George, Cam George. Excuse me, why is that Cam Sutton? Jeez, Cam he George. Cam George will be here with us shortly. Would you like to uh, sit in with us as well this evening? As uh, it's going to be a very good, <laughs> it's going to be a very good evening. Should be fun. We're going to talk a little bit of Raw, some SmackDown, but we got a lot more other stuff to truly talk about tonight other than just Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we are going to do our predictions of course for Monday night's night of, or for Sunday night's Clash of Champions. I found a Cameron George. You did hey, find a Cameron hey. George. Navigating the room. Shout out to Adam Campbell newest guy to uh, to like the old figure four fallout Facebook page. So I wouldn't call it old Russell because we don't exactly have a new one. Well I mean we're, we're seasoned veterans. We're up to 497 likes on our Facebook page. Come on, somebody get us three more before the show's over. Would love to see three more this week. That would be awesome. Like to see it before the end of the show, though. Yes, absolutely. So we can go boom goes the dynamite. Of course, why not? So, but nonetheless, let's take a look as to what is going on in the world of wrestling this week. We're going to start off with Monday night. We're just going to look at results. For okay. Monday Night Raw, because it honestly was subpar, a lackluster show. 
go home show for uh, for old Clash of Champions. I'm to Which, the point that the go home shows don't matter anymore. They, I, well, I would make the argument for SmackDowns. It did because I, I thought that was for for going home SmackDown for before. Um, and it's really funny because uh, yeah, for yeah, back, or for. Uh, backlash, yes, backlash. backlash. Yeah, I mean, it's really I, I funny it because some people we said that it was lackluster, subpar, and our friends over at Philly.com, which is where I get a lot of uh, information from, uh, Vaughn Johnson is a staff writer, is the staff writer there. Very good guy. I love I love reading his stuff. Um, he thought that WWE got a lot done on Monday night. Okay. So, we'll see. Let's take a look, though, first off at just the results. Uh, we saw Seth Rollins and Rusev ended a double countout. Braun Strowman defeated Sin Cara. Charlotte and Dana Brooke would defeat Bailey and Sasha Banks in tag action. Bo Dallas would defeat Gary Graham. And uh, in the sixth match of the Best of Seven series, Cesaro would defeat Sheamus to tie it up at 3-3. Who would have thought that it would go to a 7 Matches. Everybody ever. No tie. No one could ever have expected it. Exactly. Um, the New Day, Enzo Amore, Big Cass, and Sami Zayn teamed up in a five-on-five five to defeat Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Chris Jericho, and the Shining Stars. Brian Kendrick, as the uh, WWE Cruiserweights were finally introduced to Raw on Monday night. The, the Brian this was the This was a fatal four-way to determine the number one contender for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship match on Sunday. And it was the Brian Kendrick defeating Grand Matalik, Cedric Alexander, and Rich Swan to become the number one contender for that title on Sunday. And then in a steel cage match to wrap up the night in the main event, Roman Reigns would defeat Kevin Owens via escape, but then there would be an attack after the match where Rusev would come out and attack as well with Kevin Owens. But interestingly enough, the save of Roman Reigns comes from a former brethren in Seth Rollins. Oh, no, no. They, they hate each other. I mean... Do they? Me and... So... Jeremiah Masculine and I do a whole lot of talking outside of, you know, the world of the figure four file. We spend a lot of time discussing these things. And it's it's frustrating because you don't get pedigreed by Triple H and automatically forget that you hate this man. Unless you get some type of like memory loss from that pedigree. But well, why can't we have or... like just a minute or two where we kind of see like could this not have been fixed and it made more sense other than Seth Rollins just wanted to jump off of a cage at Owens? I mean, that's fair enough, but in a weird way, that's not really what you're going to be doing if you're if you're Seth Rollins and you have a match. The thing that is, is they could have easily just had a segment where basically Seth Rollins walked in and says, look, the, fri- or the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I know we've got beef in the past, but we've also been brothers. That title's still mine. It's not yours, but I'm going to have your back. And just, like, leave it tense, let it walk off. It's more than enough to kind of make sense as to why he would make a save. 
they don't do enough little small things to cover up the plot holes anymore, and I'm kind of, it's getting to me. There's already speculation that the Shield's going to reunite, even if it's just one night only for like a Survivor Series match or something. But I don't believe it's going to be a Survivor Series. I don't. Oh, I, you think there's going to be a Shield reunion? Yes. Okay. But I not mean, a Survivor Series. I don't okay. think it's this early. No. I, I mean, we're still getting. It is the first time in a long time they've all been on the same face hill alignment, but it doesn't really matter. Especially for the fact that it's still a brand split, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also really... Can I talk about the frustrations? Cage matches on Raw, on Raw are so lackluster. Cause so, in typical Casey fashion, by about a, 10.30 on Monday nights, I'm sitting here going, Guys, I'm so sleepy. I want to go to bed. Cam's like, man, it's a... Uh, it's a cage match. It's, it's a cage night. Nice. It's going to be awesome. I'm like, Cam, it's a cage match on Raw. He's like, but Casey, it's a cage match. <laughs> and I'm like, Cam, dude, you can step and watch it if you want to, but I'm going to bed. And so I somehow managed to sit there. Well, the match starts, and I'm like, well, I'm heading to bed. He's like, you've already made it this far. And I was like, I hate your logic. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat through it. And about midway through, Cam, Cam just goes, you should have just went to bed. Yep. <laughs> it was a playpen match. It wasn't no cage match. It was awful. The garlic bread we were eating at the time was more interesting. He didn't even know that you could... Like, Cam had no clue you could escape to win. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. What well, reaction well, was well, not WWE. I also hate this idea that you can tell the ref to open the door. Yeah. When did that become a thing? You see... Uh, you, it's It's been a while because... See, I thought it's they used to do that back, like in the Blue Cage days. Like. No, Blue Cage days. Blue Cage days didn't have a door. Yeah, the Blue yeah, Cage. It did? Not, not the first one. It didn't. The first one? No, first one didn't. The I'm, first one they the actually, very first one. The very first one when they brought it in. It was in the very first one. What, what I'm saying is the the first Blue Cage. I'm not worried about who was in it. The first no, I, Blue I'm, Cage. I'm just that's piqued my interest. Well, in the first Blue Cage. Well, you got a computer so, to Google. It had um. To be. It had four. Four sides. Well, actually, it was, actually, it was eight pieces. I'm sorry. It was two, like two per side, and they literally carried them out. They never like dropped it down. They carried them out, put them in the slats that they had built onto the ring at that time, and that's how it stayed up. Yeah. So that's how that worked out. Um, the first one I recollect, um, Hogan and uh, oh shoot. But the best he, he and family. But yeah. the best thing that you could have done as far as cage matches goes is kept it to where a heel had to use a really random tactic to somehow get outside the door. There's no reason that the ref should just open the door for you. Agreed. I agree. Um, You're supposed to be locked in for Christ's sakes. I know. It kind of takes away. I know you know. Let match. me rant. Um some er, once again though that was really I, I feel, I feel the cruiserweights <laughs> with a good debut on Monday night. Good debut. It was highlight of the night. You need was... to up your vocabulary, son. That deserves great. What was that? That deserves great. <laughs> what was that? That deserves great. What? How you doing? <laughs> I don't care. Eventually you turn me back on. But I'm gonna sit here and say it. Good does not qualify what that match was. It was it was a good match. I'm not saying great yet. I think there's a lot more to come. 
And I don't want to. And I'm sorry, but they're not peaking yet. I didn't. Great doesn't mean they peaked, but it does mean that the match was one of the most entertaining matches I've seen in a while. And they did. All those performers went out there and performed at a level that's above anybody else. To call that good is unfair. They deserve the right to say how good that match was. Was it best match of the night? Yes. It's been better than what we've seen in about three weeks. But would I call it great myself? Not just yet. Not just yet. Okay, fair enough. There's a lot more to come, I'm telling you. There's a lot more to come out of this division before it gets the great symbol. The the division is great. Was that first match very good? Yes. Great? Not yet. Just wait. Uh, we did find out, of course, also on Monday that the women's title will be a triple threat. I'm actually kind of excited for that. That one looks like it's going to be solid. As it's now going to be Charlotte defending her title against both Sasha Banks and Bailey. Mm-hmm. So I honestly feel like that is going to be uh, probably... In my mind, one of the matches that I'm looking forward to most mm-hmm. on Sunday night. So, um, and then the other point that I would make from Monday night is, God forbid, are they ever going to do something with uh, Braun Strowman? They've made him out to be the monster. I want to see them actually do something with him now. Well, see, now he's moved on to facing former champions and everything. Finally. Yes. Finally. It's taken how long? A month. That's what I'm saying. Slow build. He was supposed to be a monster before. Super slow build. Well, it's super slow build. Just like his matches. No, the matches are fairly fairly quick. Oh, time-wise, but move-wise is really slow. Um, I'm going to hug you, and then you're going to fall asleep. Let's move Next to SmackDown match. now. It's a nice one. <laughs> now let's move to SmackDown, though. Uh, SmackDown saw the Usos defeat American Alpha. Baron Corbin defeated Apollo Crews. IC title match, The Miz would defeat Dolph Ziggler. Randy Orton would defeat Eric Rowan. Uh, Naomi and Nikki Bella would defeat Natalia and Carmella via DQ. And Dean Ambrose would Defeat John Cena clean. There's the word. Clean. First time in seven years. There's the word. There's the factoid. Seven. I just cannot this see. Many. <laughs> it blows my freaking mind <laughs> that this is the first time in seven years that Cena loses a singles match on on a weekly show clean. So it's really funny, but when you actually have to sit back and consider this match, the, the, the pool of matches where it's been a clean finish is only like a size, sample size of like 100. Yeah. It's very small. Mm-hmm. Because he probably wrestles on average... Two tag matches a, a month. 95% of all of his matches have fu- some form of shenanigans. Or he wins. Yes. But then you also have to factor in the amount of time that he spent injured or away. Yep. During that time. 
He own, this is only like 100, so if in his entire career we're only looking at maybe what, like 13 matches a year that he could have a chance to win or lose cleanly. So, that's that number's not crazy. But when it's seven-year span, yes, that there's nothing in between. I did go back to find the first tag match that he lost clean. Did he get pinned or did his partner get pinned? I believe it was he that got pinned. Okay. And it was um, him and Team Hell No against The Shield three years ago. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, on on the average, though, it seems like it seems crazier than what it is, I believe. That number's huge, but you also, like I said, it's only a sample size of about 13 matches per year that this, that even qualify for the category that we're looking at. So whenever you have that number, it's not crazy to think that your big top guy gets 13 clean wins a year. No. Hey, throw me them tissues. But um, next thing that I'll talk about, though, from SmackDown is... Where is Dolph Ziggler going from here? Unemployment line. I I disagree with that. I, I'm afraid that it's gonna have to because he's they're killing me. He's gotta go somewhere. He lost his smile, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do not be shocked. Um <coughs> excuse me. I have a feeling that with a returning guy just waiting in the wings here shortly, mm-hmm. I could see another stable being created. You read this. And I like it. I love it, dude. I could see Ziggler teaming up with one Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I, I, I read that headline as well. And do you remember who the third was as well? I do not remember who the third was, but I remember reading that, that same Shelton Benjamin. It was Jack Swagger. <laughs> now, my question is this. If you've got those three together... Dun, dun, dun. No, 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 not necessarily. I'm making a joke. Shield dog. I think if you're looking to add another member to it like that, why not Apollo Cruz? Apollo have that background. The point is they all have that background. Okay. I'm just asking. Does he? I don't know. If he doesn't, then he doesn't fit the necessary qualifications. But. If he does, he's an excellent member. I mean, I'm not saying that he shouldn't in the first place, but if you're going to make a club or a faction based solely on their their time being in um, collegiate-style wrestling, then you need to at least keep with the, mind, the, the frame, the framework. Um, Interesting pairing. What's that? I have to say that. The, uh, the Ziggler... It's, well, it's interesting. He know. went to a military high school and began practicing various sports, including track and field, football, soccer, and wrestling. Mm-hmm. But did so he wrestle yes. collegiately anywhere? Uh, he went to 
as soon as he got out of college, he went straight into professional wrestling training. Out of so, college? Yes, as soon as he got out of college, he went straight into What I'm asking, though, is he, did he wrestle in college? It doesn't say. Okay. Don't get hasty. It doesn't say. Just so, But, you know, McCann training at the age of 21 under Curtis Hughes, which, of course, is Mr. Hughes from back in the day, if people don't realize who that is. Um, Mr. Hughes was the bodyguard for Lex Luger back in WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, he began training under the name Uwa Nation, of course, uh, in Atlanta. And that's where all that worked through. And then he went to Dragon Gate for a while and then off to NXT and now the main roster. Um, I think it would be an interesting pairing to put uh, those four guys together. I think it could work. Um I'm still iffy if he doesn't have the background, just for the simple fact of simple thing of I would like for the purity of the idea to remain whole. Well, I mean, but once again, he does have a little bit of an amateur wrestling background, then. Yeah. So I don't see why not. Um, just make Bork Laser the main the mainstay. And then the women's championship for SmackDown, team, I'm team, excited team about. Benjamin. Is that Team Angle? Because he got upgraded. I'm, I'm excited about Bring Angle wins. back for it. Oh, jeez. He can be the mouthpiece. You don't it's need a mouthpiece. real. Um, you got Ziggler. You really Exactly. Don't you don't need a mouthpiece. It's fake. Women's Championship for uh, SmackDown should also be very good because now we find out, of course, that it's going to be uh, Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss. Who's had more personality in this feud than she's had the entire time, and I'm so loving it. Yes. So I, I'm very excited about that. Uh, should be very fun to see how this works. Um, don't know if anyone saw NXT last night, but uh, just quickly the match results: uh, Austin Aries did defeat uh, Oni Lorcan, Billy Kay defeated Aaliyah, and then Cedric Alexander defeated Andrade or Andrade Cien Amos. So, I guess cruiserweights are not just going to be on uh, Raw. They're also going to be on NXT as well. So, um, Impact Wrestling results. Uh, Aaron Rex, a.k.a. Damian Sandow, and Eddie Edwards uh, go on in the Impact Grand Championship Tournament. Um, it's interesting the way they're doing this because it's three min, uh, three rounds, and they're like three minutes each, and you you can win by pinfall or submission mm-hmm. or DQ or whatever, and it, I guess it's kind of replacing the Bound for Glory tournament in a way because we don't have that, but um, if Great, it so go not if, a six year tournament, correct? If it if it goes all three rounds though, there's three judges around the ring that score the match the match and you get the decision that way so they're kind of combining MMA with wrestling a little bit minus the whole octagon uh, and real sorry well and and, and real MMA fighters mm-hmm. other other than Lashley uh, so he, he's not in the tournament though but um, which seems weird if you're going to have a tournament like this why would you not have the one guy because he's the world heavyweight champion currently Fair enough. So, uh, actually, is there a belt that he doesn't hold right now? 
Yes, because the that entire Did he spiel, finally drop the X Division title? What happened was Billy Corgan and Dixie Carter come in and said uh, he, he said he couldn't hold all three titles. Because he had the X Division. He had the X Division. He had the world um, title. The world title. And then he had one more, and I can't remember what it was. Was it? I don't remember who the, the other one was. King of the Mountain or the... It, yeah, it was the King of the Mountain. But what they done was they took the X Division title and the King of the Mountain title and combined it into this Grand Championship title. The X, There's no more X Division title? No. So oh. it, it's, it's, it's a grand championship title. Oh no so. no no! I'm not. I don't. I don't like that at all. Um, Rockstar Spud and Braxton Sutter competed in a empty arena exposed turnbuckle match, uh, and old Rockstar Spud got his teeth stumped in, and uh, Lashley and Moose uh, decided to brawl. Uh, broken Matt Hardy found Senior Benjamin thanks to Vanguard One, so uh, he told Senior Benjamin to prepare. Bound for Glory and and everything. Uh, tonight on Impact, we have the Impact Grand Championship <coughs> semifinals as Eli Drake takes on Aaron Rex and Eddie Edwards takes on Drew Galloway. Um, of course, at Bound for Glory on October 2nd, it will be Bobby Lashley and EC3 in the main event. And then the Hardys versus Decay uh, in the main event, and then there's going isn't to be. Moose, isn't Moose going up against Miracle as well? I believe he is going against Miracle. Yes, I think you're correct on that. So uh, that is Impact Wrestling. Uh, I know I'm going to be watching tonight because there is potentially a debut tonight. Uh, there's, I think it's a guarantee that that's going to happen. That's not a big deal. I don't want to. It, I it, 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 wouldn't say that it's not a big deal. I would say it's pretty huge, but I mean, it's going okay, so w- right, so to happen. It's So it's WWE talent going to TNA and starting to try to flourish, just like it happened the last time. And then TNA talent, who is got out of TNA whenever they were smart, and now they're on WWE and they're running the show. It's the same things, guys. It's the same thing that happened the last time. We'll, we'll see. How, I'm, I'm curious to see how Aaron Rex and this person plays out, if it is indeed the person we're talking about. And especially... Why are we not use, saying the it's name? It's Cody. Well, I was... Uh, let's be honest. Okay. Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the video of the, the teaser that they posted, they didn't show a face or anything. Well, it's also but, not like it's been a secret for a while that there was a possibility. If, it, if we hadn't have had... A lot of like different spoiler sites and stuff being like, well, no, what what told me that he was probably coming soon, if not already signed, was his wife was the signing? Fact that his wife signed, and she's going to be wrestling for TNA, not a ring announcer or anything. Mm-hmm. She's going to be wrestling for TNA uh, in the knockout division. So, um, I mean, I, I figured it was going to happen. I just didn't know how long and when, and I'm curious to see how the name works because apparently they're not letting you Cody use the last name Rhodes as in R-H-O-D-E-S like his father I don't agree with that at all oh don't don't believe me you're not the only one but uh, but apparently they're not letting him use that last name for some reason DNA's or not or WWE's not WWE's not even whenever he was in Ohio Valley Wrestle and he didn't even go by Cody Rhodes, he went by Cody Runnels. Yeah. 
Well, um, Sam Roberts on his podcast, he interviewed Cody, and he was asking, he's like, well, you do have a real last name. He's like, yeah, but he's like, I always knew Dusty Rhodes. I never knew Virgil Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I knew Dusty Rhodes. Yep. So, um, if you get a chance, I think I shared that that clip where he was talking about the name uh, on our Facebook page, so check it out. Uh, it, it's interesting to listen to, and it's it's kind of sad if that's the case that WWE's not letting him use the last name Rhodes. Uh, it, it's kind of ridiculous because that's a family name technically. So I'm, yeah, yeah. All right, we've hit about four shows now in our first thirty minutes. We've still got plenty to talk about. We're gonna take a break, come back, and uh, hit plenty of news and other topics here right here on the figure four fallout wccr 94.5 lpfm itunes and facebook live And back here on 94.5 WCCR, LPFM, iTunes, and Facebook Live. It is the Figure Four Fallout, Bo Kid, Russell Ryan. Hi. Hi. It's me. It's you. Casey Malone. What up, Bo? What's up, buddy? And I... Branham? Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. I know it's Cam. Yeah. But why, why did I just say last name wrong? George. It's a George. first name. He's like Ricky Bobby. He's got two first names. Well, I'm so sorry, buddy. I've always known him as just Cam. He's a Constanza, okay? So oh, you just known him as... We can just start calling him that boy Cam. That so, guy. It's that one guy, Cam. Oh, it's that boy. <laughs> so Call him for your boy. We could call him George Costanza. <laughs> you can be You can be Seinfeld. No. I'll be Kramer. No. I'm eccentric. Am I Elaine? This this is not okay with me. No. <laughs> Newman. Newman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, can I be the soup guy? Nope, no soup you. Nope, you're Newman. Nope, you're Newman. <laughs> Sorry. Your fate, is, your fate has been decided. Um, shout out to Jeremiah who sent us information on why Cody cannot use the Rhodes name. Uh, but his wife, Brandy can um cody used the name cody rhodes on wwe tv however brandy was known as eden styles therefore wwe had no ownership of the brandy rhodes name so that's why gotcha and ryback is now ryback allen reeves uh so that wait what just... his physical <laughs> name is ryback allen reeves yep. yep legally changed which means that wwe can't stop him from using the name ryback that's exactly right bless his heart it's a big guy He's a big guy that hits things and eats more things. It's it's a good bit of fun to watch him. I love him. Stuffing things. All right, guys. He does eat stuffing and things. Yeah, like stuffing and chicken. Stuffing and turkey. We've got 20 minutes left here on the show, or a little over, depending on how far we go over. Uh, BH wants to know if Coco Beware's parrot died. Yes, sure. What? I don't know. I've... I don't know. We're not entirely sure, BH. I'm sorry, sorry, BH. All right, so for our news to talk about <laughs> the Jeremiah definitely enjoyed our Seinfeld <laughs> yeah so um, 
the possibility does WWE actually have interest in signing Broken Matt Hardy? Uh, apparently. What? Okay. What's up with the broken thing? For uh, well, him and Jeff had a match. You got, and, you, and you once, need to watch this stuff. You need to watch the delete. Well, the no, final the, deletion. The, that broken Matt Hardy happened way before that. I okay? know it did. Well, but, not, but basically, basically what happened? Jeff Hardy and Matt had a match, and they done some extreme thing, and then something flipped the switch in Matt's head, and then became broken Matt Hardy. <laughs> and then after their. Uh, more recent match with the uh, the the first one the uh, uh, oh, final deletion. Uh, that's when uh, old old Nero came, brother Nero, and he he became broken. So now they're they're broken together as a as a family. And uh, his Senior Benjamin broken. got uh, abducted by. Uh, oh, Senior Benjamin is uh, Matt Hardy's. Uh, it's also the best character. It he. Well, did you watch old WCW? Do you remember no, Rolfus? I've, I've not watched any of WCW. Oh, okay, well, you remember Rolfus. I know you remember Rolfus. Uh, Senior Benjamin is a much better Rolfus, uh, if you will. I thought you guys uh, were about to tell me it was a ventriloquist dummy. No, no, no. It's a Hispanic man who was a gardener for Matt Hardy that's become like his personal assistant who basically he's like, Senior Benjamin, prepare for this or prepare for that. And prepare the battle. And he also um, gets he, he gets King Maxwell a uh, xylophone, which yes. he was to play on. Yes. So, oh, Matt um, also talks in Shakespearean language. It's very... With, with an accent. Right. You, you'll see videos of it this evening, I promise. It's, it's, it's go, so go back, bad that it's good. All go right. back and watch... Uh, see? Uh, go back and watch Final Legacy. It's giving you time to sink in. And, and, and given that fact, look, we're still talking about it to this day. Wouldn't you want to take advantage of... The, the only thing that's holding Matt back is the fact that okay. WWE will All want right. to, to take this broken, first. this broken Matt Hardy character and twist it into their own somehow, and he doesn't like that idea. Plus, he gets, uh, he's got the limited schedule with TNA, so those are kind of the things that are wavering the entire... I can't imagine WWE letting him have like a little drone flying around pretending that he's a hologram coming out of it either. Vanguard 1 oh, is important no, to this what? entire thing. Dude, it is. What? It, it, we will get that. that God Vanguard forbid one. we're actually talking about this right now. Vanguard won. He had to revive him this past week on Impact. All right, we'll see. All right. No, he did. My, still, my favorite thing from the whole final deletion is Jeff taking the guitar and the other drones and them legitimately Wait, exploding. There were drones. No, 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 no. No. The, my favorite part is the fact that they shot fireworks. At a boat that was being used as a barrier to keep from getting hit by the fireworks. I don't even. And then the the random senior Benjamin dressed up as Willow. That was pretty good too. And then the delete. Help, please, anybody. And and the deleter decay that they had with Abyss and Crazy Steve and all that. They did the fireworks thing again, and then uh, somehow old uh, (laughs) old Joseph Park showed back up. In the middle of it, after Abyss went back in the water, all of a sudden here comes Joseph Park out of nowhere, just Hey, Senior Benjamin, I like you very much. Yeah, you, uh, you're you're yeah. I was like Okay, so, so moving this on is, though. Basically what this is is the Do most a favor. No, let me, let me I'm just telling you, Cam, yeah. what this is is the world's 
most god awful soap opera that's turned into a wrestling gimmick. So, but no, here's the thing. It kind of reminds but, me of a Spanish soap opera, which Ru- I'm fine Russell, with. It's entertaining. Russell loves it a lot, okay? And it's like revitalized his love of TNA, and it's awesome. I'm glad that it's done that for him and some of the other fans. For me, what it's done is it proves to me that Matt Hardy is a good enough wrestler that you can give him the stupidest stuff, and he will make it work. Somehow. Somehow. I was reading he has creative control in all this thing. Oh, my God. Do you so, remember that so, period so of time? This is all from the mind of L. Matt Hardy. Do you remember okay? that period of time where he was really just messing up and not doing good with life, and we thought Jeff was the one that was supposed to mess up with life? This is what come from all that. No, no, no more V1. No more V1. Van God won. Well, okay, never mind. <laughs> I, re- I retract my statement. Vanguard one, thank you, Newman. I'm still lost at him pretending he's a hologram. <laughs> Do not keep calling me Newman. Newman. Because that just means that I get killed by a giant lizard thing in Jurassic Park. All right. I think they're called dinosaurs, Casey. <laughs> 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 and I okay. believe it was the Dilophiosaurus, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh, shut up, nerd. Let's no. do this. No, no a, tilapia, a tilapia. Yeah. They were taking part in a tilapia deathmatch. What? It's a gold Taipei deathmatch. You take. You tape up your hands and you, and they, you get glass. They bury and stuff. Them in glass. Oh, okay, I thought you meant like they were fighting with tilapia. I was con- <laughs> no, I, was, no, I thought no, they were no, jumping they, so many more sharks. No, than they this have. this is the no, this is the joke is because uh, we're live Russell, on air one night. Russell was li- we were live talking about some show a show, and there was a Taipei death match. Once once again, it's where you tape your fist yeah. and then they'll dip it into. Shards of glass. I was in the zone, and he was just in this zone. And as he's reading down, it ha- happened to turn from a tol- a Taipei death match to a tilapia death match. Yes. So I literally savory. look up real quick, and I was like, "Huh?" And he goes, "Yeah, it was a tilapia death match." I said, "So you mean to tell me?" That they were fighting to the death by smacking each other with fish. And Scaly and he goes, what? And Scaly just can't, it's just staring blankly like. And then Scaly I finally, never, and then I finally, and I told him, I said, please look at the word just one more time. And all of a sudden he goes, I said, it's pronounced Taipei. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but moving so, on. So I, went from, so I went from taped glass fist to smacking, with fish. smacking you with a fish. But moving so, on, because we went down on two tangents yeah. that we totally... I think WWE wants to sign Matt Hardy. And I think that it would be good for WWE because I think that he has proven his worth again. And I've always been an advocate that they deserve another run with the company. Okay, but here's my only question. And I'll pose this to you, definitely, since you are a huge advocate of him possibly going back. Okay. One, which show do you put him on? And two, where would he fit? Probably in a briefcase. I think think you put him on SmackDown because it has a little more leeway than Raw, it seems. But I think think Raw would benefit more from him because they have more time to fill, and that stupid stuff could fill a lot of time. But... The problem is is that he actually doesn't fit within the, the realm of the WWE's 
more seriousness. Amen. And so it makes it it makes it a little bit strange, but we're not totally sure that he's coming in and going to be doing all this stuff. Like WWE, I would hope and pray to God that he wouldn't be. The, the thing, well, I want him to do something similar, but I don't. Maybe not this far off as Rocker. But I mean, because he's got a. This dude is on pharmaceuticals that we have no chance at getting our hands on. <laughs> the experimental okay, thing. Could. But at the end of the squirrel tranquil. But to be completely serious, so we can move on from this subject and we can finally get to the subject that I'm dying to talk about. Yes. At the end of the day, Matt Hardy has proven his worth as a professional wrestler and as a draw. Something he had not been able to do up until this point. He had always been the struggling Hardy brother. I think now is the time that Matt finally has a chance, if he's ever going to make a solid run in the WWE, to where he's going to be remembered. It has to be now. Does I don't know if it has to be with this craziness. I don't know if it has to be without it. But the point is, is he has proven that he can draw when he's given some freedom and some chance to work on some stuff. I do think that Jeff kind of comes back with him. I don't necessarily know that Jeff deserves it. I think Jeff is a great wrestler. You know, you can hate me or not for saying that. But I think Jeff kind of had his shot. He burned his bridges pretty badly. If he comes back, I'd love to see him have one more tag title reign. I'd love to see them put some guys over. But I think I want to see Matt have a really good singles run. And I don't know that he can do that with Jeff by his side. Next topic. (laughs) WWE 2K17 just a couple of weeks away from its release. Still not the topic. (laughs) <laughs> I'm waiting on the line. That's going to be our finisher. I know. You just got to realize I'm so excited. I know. That's fine. But WWE 2K17, just a couple of weeks now from its release. I'm already like every fry from Futurama and it. Shut up and take my money. So every, I know you pre-ordered. I'm sure. I don't think Cam has. Nope. I don't know about Russell. I've considered it, but I haven't done it yet. This but, is the only time I bought any special. I even bought the special edition. That's that's how much you know that I've flipped out about this game. Because I don't buy special editions at all. And what? Well, I usually don't either. I'll usually just buy the, the pre-order and be done. But after watching the promo that came out earlier this week for my career mode, and a friend of mine, uh, Jordan Gossett, Text me about five minutes after you all sent the video. Mm-hmm. I guess he got the same update, and he actually got to watch the promo before I did. Before follow up page. Well, he may have been, but what I'm saying is, like the page. As I was sitting there, and I had just clicked the link to watch it. Mm-hmm. And the text message comes across, and of course, now he's never been a diehard wrestling fan like us mm-hmm. he's but your casual that he's we, your casual he came fan to several wrestlemania no he's you you are more than he is really yeah wow that's bad you well you you actively text me we watching wrestling this week or are we doing something for the pay-per-view right, this gossip was the kind of guy that would show up only for like the big four yep. and it had to be at somebody's house where like we were all there like it was never something that he just like actively made the choice to come and watch with uh, us he but when he texts me as i'm clicking the link and says, the new promo for 2K17 just gave me goosebumps. I was like, okay, this is going to be pretty good. Like, I'm, I'll buy it. What's the, what's the big draw this time around? We'll get there. Just let us keep going. All right. Well, first things first, of course, much more t- or much more NXT talent. 
on well, the roster. It's, this it's year. a more realistic roster this year. It's Much more realistic roster. It's less legends, more actual talent. Yes. Uh, the gameplay is supposedly smoother. Let's go ahead and say that. It's looked better, but I will always say this. A trailer never shows gameplay the way it's supposed to be. Correct. But so it's supposed to be smoother. Apparently they took... Well, 2K did a revamping of all their games anyway this year. Yes, they did. And let me tell you, if it's anything like 2K17 basketball, I'm excited because I've... You know, we haven't got to discuss it, but we've been talking. Yeah. 2K17, NBA 2K17 has been the best NBA 2K NBA game I've played, period. Well, the big draw now is my career mode, which has been there in the past. Mm-hmm. But now you have the opportunity to become the next Paul Heyman guy. Wait, so you can have your character be walked to the ring by Paul Heyman, or oh, oh not just no, walk. It goes more than that. Managed. You become an Mentor. advocate. So you become like you Brock Lesnar. All right, that's you, pretty you, cool. You become partners with Brock Lesnar, or, or you can turn you, it down and become Brock's new rival, well, among other things, or meal. Yeah, but I'm just saying, and I, there's the opportunity that if you're good enough in the pregame, you can you can skip NXT, you can, you know, bypass NXT, get and you know there's no longer that you just compete for one title. Like the issue that we had two years ago with 15 was that the storyline: you come in, you won one title, you come in, you won the next title, you come in, you go. It skips you several years. It doesn't let you win, but you tells you that you do all this stuff. Game over. Last year was very much like the old uh, My Universe modes where you selected something, the title you wanted to challenge for, you wrestled and wrestled and wrestled and wrestled with no real storyline or no real any type of thing that pushed it along until you won the bout, you won the bout, and then you just kept going up and down. And so it just, whatever happened, it happened. And it was not very... Not a very true storyline. It was very not very entertaining. Yeah. And so finally, though, this year we have a pushing story that allows you to have a more or less realistic climb through the WWE. And it's really interesting to see the opportunity to become something that's very coveted because true Paul Heyman guys have been very successful. And so apparently he shed some of his knowledge and background and no, you know, um, expertise. advice, expertise okay. along to you in the game that I want to hear it just because it, whether it's fake or not, that sounds awesome. Don't forget though the art of the promo Yes, is a that, big factor. Yeah, you get to well. cut your own promos now. Really? It, you have talking points you select from. Yeah. And yeah. so it dictates like it, I'm sure it'll dictate your healing face abilities. And you'll, stuff. you'll have so much time to respond, and basically it will gauge the crowd reaction to your. Oh, if you take so, like five seconds or longer, probably to decide what you're going to say, you may lose the crowd a little bit. That that type of aspect, but it's it's a uh, it, it's a nice addition. I, I, I think, know I'm going to at least be I'll renting say, it from Redbox whenever it comes out. That way, I I'll can say get this: a feel for it. What is so interesting about this whole entire situation, like what you're what it's talking about, being able to bypass NXT, go straight in, you become this Paul Heyman guy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Remember something, and I and I am going to bring this up. A lot of people don't think about this. This was a storyline just a few years ago. Yeah. And remember who this storyline was. 
racism. No. Well, I mean, they were one. No, no, no. I got it. He, he, he. Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I say it? Raise your hand. Go please. ahead. Take my, take my thunder. Well, I mean, you take his all the time. So. His daddy went and wrestled on thunder. Curtis Axel. That's what this storyline is. This is the Curtis Axel storyline. Are you gonna be perfect? Except probably a little better. But, you, but you how interesting! Who who would have thought that this was going to be the storyline out of this? Well, I mean, we don't fully know if that is going to be the whole storyline, but but it's got it, it has it's got everything. aspects of it. Yes, it's got all the aspects of it. Now, if you beat Triple H two times in one night early on in your career, I'm gonna be like, hey, look, you could. You've run the well too many times. Yeah. But how interesting is that, though? It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope that nobody creates a character that looks as goofy as the one in the trailer. Oh, my God. The go- that dude. The goon. Okay, we've got... <laughs> However, you, on the other hand, old Soviet stud said that WWE 17 is the only time Bo Kid will ever be a wrestler, and even then, he will job out. Stud, my friend. He's picking... He's just trying to pick a fight. Oh, I know. And he's picking his battles right Get him! He's picking his battles right. He's represented by Lemon Juice McGee now as well, so just mm. keep that in mind. Even better. Even better. Stud, Stud don't have a clue what he would get in, get into with me. Bo Kid knows food. Bo knows. Bo knows. <laughs> Hashtag Bo knows. Bo knows that he would uh, make that Soviet Stud wave an American flag real fast. I'll put it that way. Uh, now, the biggest topic of the night. We, you know, we're at the end of the show, <laughs> but here's your topic of the night because Casey's about to die with this. Okay, it's so fluffy. Oh. John Cena. Now, back in the main event picture, looking for a 16th world title reign. Do, 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 do. That would tie him with one. Ric Flair mm-hmm. for the most title reigns, which brings to a lot of people's attention who is the greatest champion of all time? Will, if John Cena wins this, does Whoa. he become. I, I, I thought this was more than the greatest champion. I think this is more. I think it's who. Is, is he legitimately the greatest wrestler of all time? Okay. I want to hear it. Go. I think absolutely. I think at this point, John Cena has proven himself in the he de- he debuted in what two thousand two no whatever ruthless aggression was yeah yeah so let's let's say two thousand two two thousand three is somewhere so he's been in the business fourteen fifteen years this man has accomplished around about a world title per year. He has won the Royal Rumble twice. He has main evented WrestleMania probably more than anyone else in history. He's probably won more world titles at Mania than anybody else in history. He has six. 14 years ago. 14 years ago. So he's won more titles in WrestleMania history. Um, he, I, The only thing I think, he, he hasn't won King of the Ring and he hasn't done... The Intercontinental Title. That's the only two accolades that, accolades that he does not have under his belt. He has made media transition almost as he is not to the Rock level, but he is 
better than anyone else. He is synonymous. Like he's got to ho- he hosted the ESPYS earlier this year. He's done all these other things. So he's made a media transition. He has put put his money where his mouth is as far as saying that he's not a good wrestler because he has wrestled numerous five star matches in the past three years. He has helped start elevating talent because let me tell you something. I want you to I want to point out who our two world champions are. I want you to think about some of their biggest wins that all come right back to the feuds that they have with John Cena. Kevin Owens and AJ Styles both benefited greatly from the feuds that they have with John Cena. At the end of the day, Cena has proven himself to be the best advocate for the company, the one of the best crossover people for the company, and he's been the most dedicated, most loyal, most loving, most hardworking person that the company's had, and he has accolades to back up what the claim that he is the greatest. 15 world championships, numerous United States titles, numerous tag belts, Royal Rumble victories, money in the bank. He has done it all. John Cena, I don't think anybody can hold a hair to him. He may not be the most entertaining, but he is sure one of the best workers because he has proven it with Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles. I can keep going on Cesaro. I can keep going on the list, and you can say it's on the other guys, but Cena also still dictated a lot of those matches. 14 movies. 14 movies. This this man. He he hosted the ESPYs, as you said. He also did... um, Total Divas, Total Bellas, which I mean, you can you can give that a knock to or knock against, but I'm saying he's, he's still also there. the executive producer of his show on Fox, American, American Grit. Grit. Yeah. Oh, that is a thing, isn't it? Yes. Um, hey, he's hosted the Today Show. Numerous, so. numerous Slammy Awards. I mean, three, six. Okay, hang on. Three, five, seventeen, nineteen, twenty-four chan- er, titles. In WWE total. Yep. Is that the most of all time? No. Edge had like 37. Yeah. I don't think that he has the most titles, but he definitely has the most world titles. Uh, WWE Championships 12. I thought Triple H is probably up there with that one. Triple H is probably really close with that one. Do you agree that John Cena could go down as the greatest... Wrestler of all time. In all honesty, it feels it feels too early in my experience with the, with uh, WWE to be able to make that opinion. The main thought that's been buzzing around in my mind is he's another he's another Hulk Hogan in that he's a name that's becoming synonymous with wrestling. Like when you think wrestling, one of the big names, at least I know I think of, is Hulk. Now it's Cena. When you hear wrestling, you think Cena. You hear the trumpets. You hear you. You think John. I mean, my God, you got the most memes online of all time. Yeah, have to go to John Cena as well. Yeah, I mean, can there be a slammy for that? I mean, there's there's the you can't see me. There's the John Cena. It dominates. Like it made its way. I mean, he, he was he was the first legendary egg to hatch from Pokemon Go. Yeah. What? <laughs> I that Wait, what? You've not seen that? No. It was oh, like almost immediately one. after Pokemon Go oh, came out. Sure, they got sure an egg that oh, good. went to his video. I thought it was Pokey Rock. No. John Cena was the first one to come out of a legendary egg. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show you that later. Good but, to um, know. Do you, what do you think, Russell? 
Um, I mean, it, it, if he's been in WWE this long, he, you know, he, he's had to know wrestling. So well, I, I think he's a, he's, he's a great wrestler. And, and that's something a lot of people won't say because all they want to say is, oh, he's got this, this, and this, and this, you know, five moves of doom, blah, blah, blah. His, neg- his negatives get, his, 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 get touted way more than his positives. Right. So, but the guy can go. I mean, if you've seen him, you know, when he first started out with, with OBW and all that as the prototype, I mean, the, the guy can go. The guy can wrestle. Um, and I, I think there's been a renewed spark or fire or whatever you want to call it in that since he started feuding with the Kevin Owens, the Cesaros, the AJ Styles and all that and we're getting to see it more uh, from him a little bit more I, and you know um, greatest wrestler of all times I don't know if I would go that route but um, iconic he hit the nail on the head Hulk Hogan was one of the greatest of all times. Hulkamania, WrestleMania, the, all the manias, okay? Hulk Hogan was the name that when you you talk wrestling, you talk Hulk Hogan. Or if you're Attitude Era, you got Austin and Rock that people talked a lot about. Now you've got John Cena. I think if there's a, a Mount Rushmore about. wrestling, it's so, those four names. Those four Which names. One? Austin, Rock, Hogan, Cena. Oh, I... I but I mean, I dis- I disagree with that. I, I think Flair is in there as well. I think Dusty is in there for some of the, especially older fans. I think Dusty's in there as well. Okay, um, I I would argue Piper is probably in there as well. Um, but I'm not. And and those those are the kind of the iconic names when you, you think some of the iconic names I mean th- those are the first ones that come to my mind I mean other than you know the people that we grew up Ultimate Warrior and Hacksaw Jim okay. Duggan and all that um, but I mean I, I think he's iconic I wouldn't necessarily call him the greatest wrestler of all time but certainly certainly iconic um, I, I'm sort of in your boat saying iconic absolutely he may be the biggest icon to ever hit wrestling. No question. When it comes to being a the greatest wrestler of all time, I would put him in the top five. No question. Maybe the top three. Right. Um, but, like, okay, so now that you said that, we're going to close the show by doing this, though. And I'm going to start with Casey. If you have to pick your Mount Rushmore, your top four to go in there, we've done this in the past. It's been a long time since we've done it. Can I do fan comments real quick? Sure, that's fine. Um, Soviet said, Flair worked 300 days a year against different guys across the world, everyone from Steamboat to Ron Fuller to George Goulas. Uh, Flair was a true world champion. Flair did 60 minutes a night, every night. Japan one night against Baba. Florida the next night against Dusty. Um Aaron Bird chiming in said Flair wasn't even the biggest star of his era. Cena's the biggest star of this era. Problem is he didn't have consistent equals like Austin. That's that's a big thing to it. If you're putting your top four, if you're putting your Mount Rushmore together, who do you put in your Mount Rushmore? John Cena, The Rock, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan. Okay. Cam, you're fairly new to wrestling, but if you jazz me by saying Bret Hart, I swear to God I'll kill you later. <laughs> no, I think I think 
I think the true emperor of wrestling. Wait, what did you? Hang on. No, don't you worry might have about beat it. me to the joke. If you said Hornswoggle, he got me. No. Okay. No. But now, my le- legitimately my top four of at least wrestlers I I'm really entertained by, and I think have done a lot with um, with the sport. It, I don't know if it's we we call it that here. We call yes. It, it's yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> but no, it would probably have to go The Rock, Taker, Mankind, because honestly going back and watching that cage match is what like, really got me back into it. And probably Shane, just because I love his intro. <laughs> I love Shane. Shane gets on Mount Rushmore because he has a great intro. Well, Russell. Um... Hogan's on there. I mean, for for this era, I'd put Cena on there. I think, honestly, Vince should be on there. Because without him... Wrestlers. We're talking wrestlers. Vince Vince wrestled? Full-time. Come on. But you got to keep in mind, though. Full-time. Full-time wrestlers. Let's be honest. Yes, Vince made this, but... You've got to have the people there to make it. I mean, I, I understand that, but in my mind, Vince has to be on the Mount Rushmore just because of He's the his. one that's that's dug it out, is what I'm saying. He's the creator of the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I mean, he's the Van Gogh of this painting, okay? Okay. Who's he painting? Hogan and Cena, definitely in there. Um I love The Rock. I wouldn't include him, though, just because I think Austin was more influential, if you will, in the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would put Austin in there. Um, I mean, and to me, and yeah, you might say I'm biased with it, but I mean, I would include Flair because. Woo. Horsemen, the feuds with Dusty, but I mean, if I, I, yeah, I really I wish there was a fifth spot because I would probably include Dusty in there. Mm-hmm. Here's but, but I mean, I, I'd put Flair in there just because of the success that he had with the Horsemen and the fact I, I was watching, uh, I was watching something the other day when Rick started wrestling. He wanted to be known as Rambling Ricky Rhodes. Because Dusty had been wrestling for a while, but by that point, he wanted to be known as Rambling Ricky Rhodes, and Dusty told him, "No, yep, be yourself." Inner Ric Flair. Yep. He he became the opposite of old old Dusty. Oh, absolutely. Living the American dream, just yep. The the financial case. Where side are you of going? I wanna I wanna put a clause in here that I think Ric Flair. The reason, my definition of the greatest of all time is a person who has earned it by accolades. Accolades and the way that their character, the way that they love the sport. The reason that I can't give it to guys like Rock is because they didn't stick around. Rock went went and pursued other things. You know, CM Punk, when he didn't get to be the guy, he left. I don't think Daniel Bryan will ever have a career enough to be it. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was an egomaniac. 
that while he did so much for the company, he didn't do a lot outside of the company for them besides... I mean, he had media appearances and stuff, but he didn't do anything near the level of what John Cena has. But when it comes down to Ric Flair, I think he is the only person that I've ever considered on the same level with John Cena because of how much they have accomplished. The problem that I have with Ric Flair, and this is what I said the other day at lunch, the reason that I can't... I want to see Cena break the reins and finally take the chance that, based on his rap sheet alone, deserves to be called the greatest of all time, is because Rick is not a person, and he has squandered his legacy in the last few years to the point that I would not want my kids, if if they got into wrestling, me saying, look, guys, that crazy man there that's drunk off his butt that is just out of his mind loopy, is the greatest wrestler of all time. I just, I don't. I want somebody who's a face, who's an advocate, who really understands what it means to be... Cena takes his job very seriously. He takes the the responsibility that comes with it, the power that comes with it, very seriously. And he's done a great job being the, a phenomenal advocate, being all the stuff he's done with Make-A-Wish, all the other things... That's why I have stopped considering Ric Flair the greatest. Had Rick retired, run off into the sunset, made occasional guest appearances, and was on was doing his best work when he came back, I would not be having this conversation right now. Even if Cena broke the title reins. Uh, for myself, I I go immediately to Hogan. Because that was the you know that was the guy whenever I was small whenever I was little growing up that was the guy, it was Hogan, so you know he's the one that made the impact on me to want to watch it kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, you know and when you talk about appearances outside, I remember him doing God knows how many commercials and everything for Flintstones vitamins and. Uh, numerous cereals and everything else. Well, WrestleMania, remember WrestleMania, him and, him I mean, and uh, Mr. T were on Saturday Night Live. Absolutely, they were. You know that kind of thing. So, you know, Hogan was always one of those for me, no mm-hmm. question. So he's on there. I've always been a lifelong fan of the Horsemen, so Flair has to go up there. Mm-hmm. So Hogan and Flair's up there. I grew up in the South, so WWE wasn't always the first thing that I saw. It was WCW. Who is more iconic than Sting? Sting goes up there for me. No questions asked. But now, if I'm getting to this era, you know, who would I put in there of this era? I have a hard time deciding between Cena and Triple H. I have a hard time doing that. And, you know... Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of old school wrestling and the Brunos and the Harley races and everything else. And I still consider Bruno San Martino one of the greatest champions of all time. No question. Mm -hmm. But I get, I mean, right now, if I have to go back and look at it and say, which one do I remember more than anything? It is Cena. Because Cena still, in my mind... There's a few matches that just stick to your head that you remember. You know, I've God knows how many times I've brought up Super Bowl with you all and talked about 
Rick Martell at Super Brawl. Mm-hmm. How many times have I brought up the Sting or the uh, the Ming Benoit match? Yeah, from you know from back in the day. God, how many times do I talk about rest? How many times do I talk about seventeen? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But the match that comes to my mind when it comes to this new age era is Cena Punk Money in the Bank. That's the match mm-hmm. from 2011. That's that match. It was that good. You know, even the even the one on Raw later on mm-hmm. rivaled it. I mean, they went out there, looked at him, and said, "You guys have this time. You go. You do whatever you want to do." And if you remember, that's of course when Punk broke out the the pile driver. Mm-hmm. Again, dude, we all flipped out. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. That's what you remember, but you remember Cena and Punk. Mm-hmm. Punk didn't stick around long enough for us to really understand or get to put him up there. No. But Cena has. So I will say yes, Cena would go on to my Rushmore right now. I never thought I'd say that, but I would put him up there with those icons in Hogan, Flair, and Sting. No question about it. And God forbid, yes, I left off The Rock, and I left off Austin, and I left off uh, Taker. You know, those are guys that's hard to leave off. No question. Um, Soviet stud, uh, Flair, Triple H, Race, and Dusty. For his era, absolutely, for, I agree. For for his for his Mount Rushmore, Aaron Bird, uh, Austin Hogan, Rock Cena uh, is who he uh, he chose for his Mount Rushmore. So, guys, we have went over a little bit, but we will uh, have plenty to talk about. Um, we remember, we didn't do predictions. We didn't do predictions. We, we didn't, but we will uh, run down the card real quick. For it wouldn't Sunday. take that long to throw out predictions, though. Well, I mean, we, we could always post it on Facebook if we wanted we to. We could. But, um, Let's run down the card real quick. As long as we don't explain what our prediction is, just be like, exactly. boom, boom, Let's boom. just run it through. Um, so, as of this morning, this is what it looks like. Uh, you've got the kickoff show, Nia Jax versus Alicia Fox. Nia. Jax. Going to run her over. Jax. Uh, cruiserweight title: T.J. Perkins versus Brian D. Brian Kendrick. Perkins. Perkins. Mm, I've not been watching. Well, I didn't watch the cruiserweight classic. Oh, you missed out. I know. Just that one match on Raw was fantastic. I'll go with uh, I'll go with Perkins as well. Best of seven series: Sheamus versus Cesaro. I, I honestly Cesaro. think Cesaro. Cesaro. I hope they let him go over with it. Please. Uh, Jericho versus Zane. Sammy's got to Jericho. I'd actually be happy to see Zane go over. I would love to see Zane go over, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll be Jericho. Split up the uh, New Day versus the Club. Club. New tag champs. It's a good time to. It's a good time to change titles. Over a year, so yeah, I, I will go with the Club as well. Uh, triple threat for the women's title: Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey. Can Sasha. I just vote not Charlotte? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't decide between Sasha. You say Sasha. You said Sasha. I I think it goes back to the boss. 
But I wouldn't be shocked if Bailey picked it up either. I don't think Charlotte walks out with this thing. I don't think Charlotte walks out with it either. I just don't know who. Um, and even if Charlotte, I expect Dana Brooke to cost for the belt because that's where they're kind of been going for yeah, a while. It's, it could easily happen. Even if Charlotte retains, it doesn't. It's not all that bad just because she nah, still looks it's strong. horrible. It's still horrible. Yeah. Rusev versus Reigns for the U.S. title. Does Reigns. it matter? Reigns. <laughs> Do you think Reigns? I think he has to. Or it's bust. Keep Kevin going. Huh? Keep Kevin going. Kevin Owens. Wrong match. Huh? Wrong match. What? Rusev Reigns. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I, for some reason, I thought, Rusev I Reigns thought he US made title. The, the triple threat, so I'm oh, sorry. No. Um, uh, yeah, Reigns. Why not? I, I've got this stupid feeling that it's Rusev. So I'm, I'm going to go with Bulgarian Brute. Okay. Uh, and Not because then, he's on your team or anything. No, okay. I care less about that right now. Um, <laughs> and the Universal Title, Owens versus Rollins. You're well, saying Kevin? I'd keep I would Kevin. actually love to see Owens retain it. I've been really entertained with what I've seen from Kevin lately, bar that cage match. <laughs> it was a playpen Chase. match with no cage match. Owens, get it, Owens. bar that cage match. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's by shenanigans, but I think he retains. I'll go with Owens as well on this one, but you know the thing that upsets me the most about the card is that just um, it was just about, what, four weeks ago that Big Cass was in a main event for the Universal title, and now Enzo and Cass are not even on this card. Rip. I, don't, I won't say rip. I think it's just... I think if if we don't see him pre-show, then we might see a match with him and the uh, the Puerto Ricans, uh, the Shining Stars, the Shining just, Stars of the Puerto just to Rican. fill just to fill some time somewhere, yeah. maybe maybe an additional match. Yeah, it could happen, but I don't. I mean, it's I mean, it's sad if that's what we get from them, but I mean at the same time, it's who they're feuding with. Like you never need you never need an excuse to want to see Enzo and Cass. They're awesome. But I, I really wish they were still in the top. I really wish at least one of them was in the top. How you doing? It's really funny, though, of course, once again. Uh, Clash of Champions, uh, a former name of a WCW show that used to come on through the week. Wasn't even a pay-per-view. Uh, for nine years, they put it on. About every six, four to six months, they put this show on. And I'm talking classics. Some classic matches that came from these old school Clash of Champions. If you have not got the opportunity to watch an old Clash of the Champions show, uh, take a look at that on Do it. Uh, the network. I promise it's worth it. You're going to see uh, Flair Steam. You're going to see Flair Steamboat. Um, Flair Rhodes, I think. Uh, Terry, I, know, I know he went up against Funk at least once. On I know Nikita and Rhodes. Uh, uh, the first Midnight, Midnight Express versus the Fantastics. Uh, Rhodes and uh, uh, Koloff took on Blanchard and Arn in the. And I promise you, if you're a fan of cruiserweights, you will see some of the best cruiserweight matches yeah. on Clash of the Champions from the latest or from the uh, some of the later ones. ones. Yeah. So. All right, guys, that'll do it for Figure Four Fallout this week. Uh, next Thursday should be good to go as well here. Uh, of course, check our Facebook page for up-to-date information on our schedule. So for Cam, Casey, and Russell, Smoke Kid signing off. You've been listening to the Figure Four Fallout right here on WCCR 94.5 LPFM, iTunes, and Facebook Live.